Ladies and gentlemen, Captain America, fuck! But this is a Freud the Alien Productions podcast. Yes, and we're crossing live to J. Jomit Jemison. Yes, new story. Captain America, Roger's girl. <laughs> yes. Roger. Yeah. I like it. I like it very much. Cue music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, oh, huh? Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Well, we're going to have company. Well, Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. I am a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Katarmaju. And I'm the Magnum PI cosplayer, Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Freya. Yes. Yes. Experiencing it through the mediums of your eye holes, your ear holes, and your nostrils. I don't know. Is this smellivision? <laughs> YouTube, yes. Twitch, and Facebook. Coming at you, live or pre-recorded. Yes, from all angle, ang- angles, angles, angles. <laughs> wow, wow, Angry wow, wow. <laughs> Two minutes in, and it's already over. Off the rails. Uh, off the bloody rails. <laughs> as long oh. as you didn't say anal, then we would be really red-faced. Yeah. Ah. Arr. 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 Anyway, yes. <laughs> enough of the weird, weird, enough of the weird noises. Um, <laughs> but never enough of the weird noises because that's <laughs> that's a fun time. Um, yes, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for being here. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for yes. watching. If you're choosing to do so, appreciate it very much. Um, let's jump right in to the show. Yeah. Uh, Fulia. Hi. Your weekly watchings, please. Uh, so I've been continuing my watch of Extraordinary Attorney Wu. Mm-hmm. I am in love with that dang show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's such a cute rom-com. It really aches my heart. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> the two main characters have finally gotten together. Oh, no. <laughs> That's nice. It's so sweet. Man, I, I made a post about it on Twitter and now I'm going to say it here. Koreans make such beautiful (laughs) (laughs) rom-coms. To the point that it makes you cry and then if you're single it makes you want to cry even more. (laughs) So I don't want to watch much romance rom-coms. I torture myself. Oh boy. But this one's so good. It's so good. Because it's it's someone who has autism, who's a lawyer, who then ends up liking someone who's an able person, who's, oh, he's not really a lawyer, but he works in the firm with them, mm-hmm. um, but he helps with all of the research and all that sort of stuff. Right. I don't know what the title is. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, and it's just, and he's Gorgeous. <laughs> he's gorgeous. It, it oh, hurts. Oh, he's gorgeous. 
<laughs> and the last episode I watched, they finally kissed. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> well, you expect that in a rom-com. Well, obviously, but this one, these are like one-hour episodes, and it's taken uh, about ten of those episodes to get to that point. Um, but they do it so well, and it's oh, man, I love it. I can't recommend watching it enough. If you if you like like rom-coms, you're if you also like procedurals. Mm-hmm. And they're just sort of this is like all mishmash together, and it it just works. Mm. And if you're okay with reading subtitles because it's in Korean, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, apart from that, <laughs> the other thing I did watch is um, the Beyond Infinity Buzz and the Journey to Lightyear doco on Disney Plus. Yeah, cool. Um, which pretty much explains. Um, where they started with Buzz Lightyear to where they ended up and the whys and the writing of the script and and the casting and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do go touch on the original Buzz Lightyear that Tim Allen did. Oh, cool. So they bring up footage from back then as well. Oh, great. Um, and then they also have Chris Evans on there um, talking as well mm-hmm. about all that sort of stuff. Um, nice. And... They state that the voice of Buzz Lightyear, the person from the movie, has to be someone different. And I agree. I absolutely agree. And it works that way as well. Because the toy is a toy. Whereas this is a, like, even though it's still non, it's still a fiction, it's still a fictional character, It, but it's still... It, works out better because they don't have that that stoic voice mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so yeah yeah it's a really it's a really good doco based on the the film and all the other toy story movies just it's mainly about buzz lightyear himself yes the character mm-hmm. um so yeah no that it was a really good watch i think it was about half an hour ish so it's short but sweet uh, but yeah, really good. Cool. Yeah, that's what I've been watching. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Michael. Hello. What have you got for us? Well, a uh, bit busy because uh, there's there's particularly two things that I've been watching. Uh, so unfortunately, there was no time for Firefly this week. I'm sorry. Uh, but, 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 there is a big but here. And I cannot lie. I like it. Um... <laughs> Uh, I finally watched, except for when they dropped a another episode. I watched uh, the Sandman. Yay! One to ten, not eleven, because I know surprise episode. God damn it! Surprise! Damn it. Surprise! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. So uh, I <laughs> watched it from there, and oh my god, so good! Uh, roller coaster of emotions. Mm. Uh, I had to like stop in the middle of episode six. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> but I did enjoy, enjoy that aspect of uh, a character that we first see, but we don't know the name of. But by the, but through the actions of what they do throughout the day, you understand who this person is, and mm-hmm. it's also a good introduction to all the other. 
uh, endless characters that uh, we get introduced, inclu- including the protagonist of the entire thing. Mm. Uh, and yeah, uh, and I really enjoy it. Um, I don't want to spoil too much about it, but the visual aspect is awesome uh, from adaptation from comic to screen was on point and and also it may be a bit of a criticism that a lot of people are saying this is a tumbler a tumbler's girl's wet dream right here yeah it's got all the elements it's got everything <laughs> including your lead character looking looking like a member from good charlotte but still <laughs> <laughs> but still good good storytelling and everything involved and mm-hmm. and a lot of good casting as well uh including uh, including uh, a cameo that i forgot was in it but mark hamill makes an appearance yes he does spoilers no, well no it's an appearance <laughs> you gotta guess who it is <laughs> yes he does a voice of a character yeah, yeah. so you know being a, a, a dc comic he's not playing the joker this time no but uh nonetheless i really enjoy it and i can't wait to see the 11th uh episode mm-hmm. but i think it's like a two-parter or something something along the lines it, it, there's a slash in yeah. it. there's a slash in it so it's yes i don't know what to come so that's mm. good uh the second thing that i've been watching i haven't quite finished it yet but is the first uh season of uh avatar the last airbender yeah so almost finished i'm still in uh episode 17 so uh is it getting good i don't know yet so i'm still holding up but uh it's it is enjoyable and it's uh, definitely good uh digestion for something that's not quite as heavy as uh uh the sandman so Mm-hmm. Sort of a good palate cleanser after every, you know, heart wrenching sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, so that's basically what I've been watching, including the thing that we're going to talk about later on in the in the show. Yeah, and uh, only murders in the building. Oh yeah, and the season finale of that one. No, no, that wasn't a season finale. There's still one more. I thought I saw in the description. No, no, there's t- there's ten episodes. Not nine. that was episode nine. I thought they said in the season finale of. Oh, okay. But anyway, the uh, well, the um, the bad guy, we find out. Yeah. So, yeah. No spoilers here. So. Yeah, yeah, no spoilers here. Yeah, so <laughs> no spoilers for only murders uh, and no standing room only. <laughs> nice. So, Kendall. Yes. Do you like standing? Yeah. Have you got any standards? <laughs> Have I got any standards? Well. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Nah. <laughs> I need to throw my standards out the window. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. It was so. the fifth floor. <laughs> Fud. <laughs> Only the three of us get that reference. Yes. <laughs> Soon. Um, so, as for me, what I've been watching, yes, I... I uh, I need to say that I, well, I was going to say I have finished Sandman, but surprise episode dropped. Um, So, um, yeah, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to watching that. I've heard very good things about that bonus episode. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, I finished it. So I watched like the last, I think I was up to like episode seven or eight um, when we recorded last week. So um, yeah, so I watched the, the last couple and really, really loved it. Cemented it for me as one of my favorite shows of the year easily. Um, just awesome. Um, and I just love a good pun. Serial uh, convention. I think that's brilliant. I was going to mention that. That, I thought that was a huge honeypot. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was expecting like the FBI like to swoop in. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh well, they kept it hidden pretty pretty well. No they connections did. here. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That was that was very clever. Um, yeah, fantastic show. Um, yeah, I can't wait for more. They they definitely teased a season two at the end um, of of episode ten. So I'm looking forward to. Um, returning to that world hopefully in the next year or two um depending on how long it takes for them to write and make it but um but yeah exciting stuff um speaking of sort of that genre adjacent i went to the movies during the week and i saw nope and i gotta say hell yes to nope because freaking awesome (laughs) i loved it I loved it. Uh, Jordan Peele is a uh, three for three, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of his, of his uh, theatrical endeavors in the realm of uh, horror and thriller. Um, this is like, it's just he just, he just takes like basic concepts that have been done to death and just puts a fresh twist on it somehow, and just it's just riveting. Um, yeah, it was a great film about. Um, you know, about aliens that's just not really been done in this kind of a context or a way. And it was also kind of a commentary on uh, the movie industry and uh, yeah. and how that kind of operates. Um, have you seen it yet, Mike? I have. Okay. Did you did you like... You liked it, yeah? I feel like you maybe you mentioned it on the podcast. I just, I'm just having a mental blank. No, no, no. Um, uh, I, I went to see it, like, during the week, and I'm still oh. sitting on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, I do like the sort of details of it and also the execution, but it didn't really blow me away. But yeah. I did. But okay. I did. That's I okay. did enjoy the new take of the alien. Yeah. Or aliens. You know. Or aliens. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was very clever, the way that they kind of did that. It was very creative. Yeah, um, made me jaw yeah. drop. Mmm. Oh yeah. There was a. There was yeah. When you when when the realization hits of what's actually going on, it's a big. It's a huge like holy fuck kind of a moment. Yeah. It makes you kind of go, oh wow, okay, was not expecting that. Um, it reminded me of Signs a bit too. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. But <laughs> it sort of reminded me of Jaws. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the funny thing, cause like. When I said to my mum during the week, slight sidebar, but when I said to my mum during the week I was going to go watch it, she was like, yeah, I've seen previews for that. It looks like Close Encounters meets Jaws. Mm. Um, And (laughs) I'm like, that's a pretty uh, accurate assessment. Yeah. Um, But yeah, very good movie. I I really liked it. I thought it was was very entertaining. Um, Yeah, very, very cool. Um, and the last thing I watched that I want to mention was, um, I binged, uh, the first season of A League of Their Own. 
on Amazon Prime, um, and I fell in love with it completely. It's wow. It's very, very good. Um, as someone who is a big fan of the original film, who like kind of grew up watching that movie, um, I've seen it like ten times. I absolutely um, was just I was apprehensive about this show just because you know, not every case of like you know uh, adapting film into TV works out or like you know belated sequels like it doesn't always kind of translate um in you know the modern era but sometimes it does and in this case i'm happy to say it it very much succeeded um as a way of like retelling the story and paying homage to this to the original film but making certain tweaks and changes that it kind of separates itself as it like because you don't you don't it kind of approaches the story like you don't have to have watched the film to understand what's going on um and they like they use certain elements and certain like character tro- like things from the film in this but there's there are no there are no characters from the first film that are exactly the same uh amongst the core cast hey. um so yeah but they kind of you see you can kind of see this character's like this character and these story beats are from this character and stuff but they did it in a really way that a really good way that was just um, yeah, it was a nice little wink and a nod, um, if you're a fan of the film. Um, but it's just a, a really cool story to, you know, to just be telling in this day and age, especially because in this series, they put a heavy focus on, um, you know, the, the racial tensions of the era in the 1940s, um, and, um, how obviously turbulent that was in America. Um, and then there's also a big emphasis on, uh, lesbians and trans um, people. A few of the ball players are um, are gay, um, and um, there's kind of just some really interesting things that I'd never really I've never really engaged with sort of like uh, queer culture in like that era before. I don't at least not that I can think of at the top of my head. And this was like a really interesting way to kind of explore it and kind of shine a light on what those women must have gone through during that time um so yeah and i was just i was very very happy to to watch a bunch of women being awesome um it's a fantastic show the cast is just incredible and um i'm i've gone from being like liking darcy carden to kind of like wanting to marry darcy carden now after seeing her (laughs) in this show so um you should watch it for her alone she's just fantastic so um yeah Awesome, awesome stuff. Couldn't recommend it higher. That's me. Cool. My weekly watchings. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, that means it's done. That's done. Let's move on into our next segment, which is, of course, the nerdy news. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take, Take it, away, it away, Kendall. Kendall. Yes. Taking it away. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so um, continuing the trend of just mourning the loss of some pretty talented uh, folk that we have uh, lost 
uh, in recent times. Um, we uh, saw, unfortunately, the passing of uh, director Wolfgang Peterson. Um, it's a German director who found um, some pretty big success uh, in Hollywood in the 80s and 90s in particular. Um, his breakthrough film was Das Boot in the early 80s. Um, a lot of people kind of rave about that one. Um, some very notable films that he directed were was um, The Neverending Story. Um, he also directed... Troy. Troy, yes, thank you. Let me... I'll speak it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> get off my plane. Get off. Yes, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Um, yes, Outbreak, um, Air Force One, which is probably my favourite film of Wolfgang Peterson's. So, you know, that's a fantastic movie. Um, yes, Troy, The Perfect Storm, and The Poseidon remake. Um, so, yeah, just some incredible uh, movies of the 80s and 90s that um, I yeah, definitely have seen multiple times. So very sad to hear of his passing um, and he will definitely be missed, that's for sure. Mike, did you have any thoughts on, on the passing of Wolfgang Peterson? Uh, yeah, he, he didn't really do many uh, movies uh, and has done some TV shows as well. But um, yeah, it's a legacy that it'll stay with us because there there is a lot of like known stuff that he's done and yeah i wasn't really the biggest um never ending story fan like i didn't uh, i didn't watch it when i was a properly young so i'm more critical uh, on that on that side but as i said um it's nostalgia uh some stuff in there so really good and of course probably probably troy is probably mm. my favorite one that i've seen of his uh because all the people that are in it it's star-studded and mm, it's cast. yeah um uh, sort of a, a, a last hurrah of um whitewashing that we enjoy <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 i suppose you're not wrong come on you got peter o'toole you got fucking you know eric banner before eric banner yes <laughs> you got achilles and his heels yep <laughs> yeah his big stilettos uh yeah uh he'll be missed and perfectionist mm. mm-hmm. for sure yeah all right very good. Okay, now that we've ha- we've done that, let's move on to the rest of the news now. Um, but, you know, things are still a bit blech with this next item, but at least things might be heading, hopefully, in a positive direction, because Ezra Miller has apologised um, in a surprise move that I didn't really see coming, but I'm very happy about. Um, uh, Ezra released a statement during the week um, just apologising for the way they've been behaving recently. Um, mm. They said, Having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologise to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behaviour. I'm committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we've been discussing for a couple of weeks now 
um, you know, and months probably before that, this whole situation. So, um, yeah, I'm very surprised to see him, sorry, them coming forward uh, with this statement. Um, but it's it's a good sign, I suppose, hopefully, for the Flash movie and for Ezra's career maybe going forward, that he's, he's seek, you know, they are seeking treatment um, for their affliction and, uh, and you know, hopefully will, um, you know, return to their former glory because I'm a big fan um, of Ezra Miller. I think they're a fantastic actor. Um, so I, I look forward to seeing what they can do um, in the future. But so hopefully, fingers crossed, um, this, you know, this kind of blows over and we can kind of breathe a sigh of relief and just sit in a cinema and watch Michael Keaton in the Flash movie next year. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. Not as um, Well, yeah. That too, but yes, yes. Mostly just, I want my Michael Keaton, damn it. Now I don't have a Batgirl to have that vehicle happen. I want I want this, so or that's he, my, or, my thoughts. Or his cameo in Aquaman. Batflex cameo. Yeah, they had to quickly change that. It was originally, okay. it was originally oh. going to be Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think we talked, did we talk about that? I think maybe we did. I think we did, yeah. Yeah, we probably did. Anyway, um, good news, I think, regardless. Fingers mm. crossed. Um, Fulia, do you have any thoughts? Well, the first step to looking after your mental health is admitting that you have an, a, a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking from personal experience, it is hard it to is. admit that. It is, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good to see that Ezra has um has come out has come forward and 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 apologized and and mentioned that he's now they're they're now getting um the help that they need Mm -hmm. um i don't know whether it's a little too late to apologize given the amount of damage they've already done in the past few months (laughs) Mm. um yeah, I, I, I'm in two minds about about this statement, um, whether or not it was them that actually wrote it up, or whether it was done on behalf of them from their agent or from their manager. Um, I'm just, yeah, I, I'm, I. Hmm. You're taking hmm. the uh, the uh, not so naive approach. To this maybe Direct. yeah mm. yeah i i want to see i want to at least see that they are i that they are getting better mm. um okay you know from mm. from now on mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. so yeah uh we'll see we'll that's see fair. what happens yeah yeah that's fair mm. that's fair michael what are your thoughts um uh, such a awkward situation at the moment Mm. and if i want to get my cynical hat on it i think they i think w uh, wb needed to do something say something and that's what they said last week but now that ezra there's now charges involved now that's been laid so they need to do they need to be seen to do something Mm. and uh, and they're just, fingers crossed, hopefully there's nothing going to be in between now and 
the the release of this particular movie because they need to somehow release it and get it back. Mm. You know, got their three point plan, and the worst of it is is um, option number three. Mm. And I don't think anyone wants to do that because yeah, we're, as a fan of Batman, I want to see Michael Keaton. Do it, doing old man Batman. Hell yeah. Yeah, doing doing the Dark Knight. <laughs> you know, the sort of grizzled and, and, and headstrong. And things. And cool. So, I always believe in rehabilitation is always the best key. But I want to see the mileage actually been done. Otherwise... I need to go with my principles and not support this at all. Because he's been doing this for years. Sorry, them. They've been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. Ever since that video came out of of them uh, strangling strangling a fan. So, Mm. uh, yucky. Don't like the situation. Let's stop. No. No, it's no good. It's yeah. no good. It's no good. But fing- fingers crossed. Fingers crossed it all works out. Yes. We will see. We will see. Okay. All right. Next in the news. Um, uh, recently, um, Lord of the Rings has fallen under new management. Um, new? New ownership. So, um, basically, there's this company called Embracer Group. And they have purchased the the rights to Lord of the Rings and Middle Earth. Basically, the Middle Earth kind of company that kind of leases out things to, like you know, so Peter Jackson could make the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, and and Amazon could make the Lord of the Rings Rings of Power show. They are now owned by this Embracer Group, and they're wasting no time. They're already talking about making more um, Lord of the Rings movies. Um, focusing more on specific characters. For example, they're looking at um, Gandalf, uh, Aragorn, Gollum. Um, Schmaug? Probably. <laughs> Galadriel, Eowyn, um, and any and many other characters. So that's kind of interesting. It also not only covers movie rights and TV shows, it's also video games and board games um, merchandising, any theme parks or stage productions. So basically, if any any and every kind of media that Lord of the Rings could appear in, um, this company is now has that liberty to go, okay, we want to make this of this sort of thing. Um, so I suppose um, it's interesting timing with Rings of Power about to premiere on Amazon Prime that this is kind of, the sale has kind of gone through. Um, I, I mean, personally, if I was them, I'd be waiting to see how the Rings of Power does as a show before making any decisions either way in regards to what kind of content you're going to make. Um, but that's just me. Um, like, I don't even know if we need or any, any movies about, like, because I don't want to see anyone playing Aragorn that isn't Viggo Mortensen, um, <laughs> to be, to be honest. Um, but, and that's never going to happen. Um, so, and... And Sir Ian McKellen, you know, um, is getting on. And, you know, he's literally Gandalf. There's no one else. So I don't think so anyway. But, um, but yeah, who knows? Um, 
We'll see what happens. It's whatever whatever they decide to do, I guess we're just gonna have to sit there and take it really, so <laughs> oh, all the luck in the world to them, excuse me. All the luck in the world to them. Um Fulia? Yes. Any thoughts on this? Do you want any like solo adventures from characters of Middle Earth? Uh honestly, not really. Um I think it's more so because the fact that I've only ever seen the films once through and they were already uh, long enough. <laughs> uh, it'd be interesting to see, like, maybe instead of doing movies for characters, maybe do what Disney have been doing with, like, Star Wars characters and giving them their own, like, miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, like a limited series, like kind of like the Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, and do like five, six episodes, or if they really want to extend that out, they can go up to like 10 if they really wanted to. Um, I, as that I'd say is, it would be more, more entertaining than just putting out movies more and more. But mm-hmm. if they're, I'd say for, for, for the new owners, it's more a case of trying to get as much money as they can out of this franchise now. Uh, so movies is probably going to be the better option for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but personally, I feel like a, a series, a limited series for characters, if that's the way they want to go, mm-hmm. would be a better approach. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, that works, especially in the age of streaming. Yeah, so. exactly. And a lot more people are being scarce about going to the cinema nowadays. So they'd be more inclined to watch it at home than they would going to the actual cinema itself. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Very good point. Uh, Michael, what do you make Hello. of all this? Mm, do we need it? No. Am I happy to watch it? Maybe. Um, just having a look at the um, Embracer uh, group and what they actually own. It's a lot of... Um, uh, uh, game titles, so so yeah, there there's Duke Nukem. So there's there's because uh, they were talking about making a a movie on that. So so they're probably going to like go into like the movie business, and they own a lot of properties from from Dark Horse Comics, which is pretty cool. Mm. So yeah, it's. Yeah, it's a weird group. I've never heard of them before. Mm. And, yeah, strange. Very strange. And they're going to do, going to go into, like, making movies. Ah. It's cool that it's continuing, but I like the track record of what what has happened before. And, I don't know, just for namesake if they try and do this and completely change like the sort of style of Lord of the Rings of what's been uh, what's been done before because um, there's a TV show The Night Watch which is supposedly based on Terry Pratchett like novels and that of of the Nightwatch in the Discworld universe. And aesthetically, it looks dumb. (laughs) (laughs) 
they tried to make it like punk rock slash medieval and mm. that's that's not that's not Discworld. like for me i i like my Discworld. that's sort of based on uh fantasy with a little bit of steampunk but not heavily influenced like leather jackets and shit like that so mm. and yeah um when you say uh, you don't want to see anyone else playing Gandalf but Ian, so Ian McKellen, if I be bold, I can do a pretty cool uh, Ian McKellen slash uh, Gandalf. So I can put my hand up for that, being <laughs> young, young Gandalf. Yes. So, I'll I'll take I'll take that. Yeah. The only the only other version would be you. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a network, you know. Mm. It's like yeah. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Casting directors, if you're listening, yeah, yeah, yep. have yourself an actor. Me, yes. me. <laughs> Even if you just need someone to do the voice, mm. if you're going to do like an animated sort of stuff, which I I wouldn't mind that. That'd uh, be cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like an animated sort of version. So mm. they sort of look like the original actors mm-hmm. and not necessarily them. So uh, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. Yes. Yes. And, I, and I'm never late. No, never, ever. No. <laughs> because a wizard is never late, Frodo Beckins, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. <laughs> yeah. And, and so on. And so on. Very solid audition. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. Next in the news. Um, this is very interesting. And I'm going to try and be optimistic about it. But we'll see what happens. Um, there is a spin-off in the works um, of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, the people behind this spin-off are the creators of Cobra Kai. Um, and therein, that's, that's where the, the concern starts to dissipate for me. Um, and then I, when I looked further into what it's, uh, this spin-off was, I'm like, okay, this could be kind of fun. So this is going to be a movie, um, not a series, just to clarify. Um, so it's going to be called Sam and Victor's Day Off. And who is Sam and Victor, might you ask? Well, if you're familiar with Ferris Bueller uh, and his, uh, you know, day skipping school, there is a time when um, they drop a car off, uh, a very, very fancy, expensive red car, um, and uh, two guys that are at the parking garage, they decide to take it for a joyride. Um, (laughs) And that's what this movie is going to focus on. Wow. Yes. Um, so I think there's a very interesting opportunity for, um, a good time, a lot of fun, something, some crazy stuff. Um, (laughs) do we need this? Probably not. I don't know how John Hughes would feel about this. (laughs) (laughs) He might be like, yeah, sure. I suppose. I don't know how protective he was of his, um, IP, um, when he was still with us, but, um, but needless to say, look, if it's anything as good in terms of the quality as Cobra Kai 
then I'm totally okay with this movie happening. Because, um, yeah, the creators of Cobra Kai, John Hurwitz, Hayden Schlossberg, and Josh Heald are very talented individuals. So, um, And I'm a big fan of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's a, it's probably my... F- probably say it's my favourite John Hughes movie. That's a big call to make, <laughs> I realise. But I really, really like it. A lot. I think it might be my favorite. I mean, it's either that or Breakfast Club, really. But and maybe yeah. and, and sort of Home Alone counts, I guess. Michael feels otherwise. Michael feels otherwise. <laughs> no judgment here. Michael. Uh-huh. Michael wants to have words with me. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off is awesome. Anyway, um, so yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. You haven't seen Planes, Trains, or Automobiles. Or no, you? that I I have seen that, and I li- I really like that movie. Mm. That was a good movie. Um, but I definitely think Ferris Bueller's Day Off is better, but that's just me. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Hey, that's my opinion. I'm not saying it's the correct one. And I'm not here to yuck your yum. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, speaking, Michael, uh, please tell us your thoughts on this, uh, interesting enterprise. Uh, out of all... John Hughes Cannon is probably my least favorite movie. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, wow. wow. Uh, I don't like Ferris. I think Well, Ferris is an asshole, let's be clear. He's a, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and being being like an uh, an 80s pro- protagonist where you can actually get away of these characters being a bit of a dick and don't learn anything by the end. I'm mm. also talking about Marty McFly as well. Um yep. That everything is brought to them and there's no repercussions at all. Uh, and I can respect that. That, that's, that can be put in the 80s and it can be what it is. It's a genre in itself. And that's why I, I don't particularly like um, uh, Ready Player One either. Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Book, book especially. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, they sort of changed him up in the movies and sort of likeable, but no, just leave that in the 80s. It's it's done. we got new mm-hmm. stories to tell. Better stories. Better. And Better. just going back to the well of actually having these, having two characters that no one remembers. It was just an off offhand joke that they'd go joyriding and then all of a sudden, oh my God, the the speedometer is higher than usual. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's not needed. Don't do it. No. Just no. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Star Wars can get away with it because it's Star Wars. It's like, oh, what what happened over here when everything else was happening? It's like, oh, that's interesting. But with this one, no, don't. It's stupid. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, don't. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm trying to think of examples, but um, I I don't want to waste brain power on this. On this, no. Fair enough. I mean, that that yeah. I mean, what? Why don't they do like another John Hughes? film what were the adults doing uh in the breakfast club while they were in detention 
Is it interesting? Yeah. No. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh well. I have never watched The Breakfast Club. Have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off either? Once. Once. Okay. Breakfast yeah. Club. Long, long time. Ago. Breakfast Club's very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it for media studies. Yeah. It's yeah, good, so I'm I'm yeah. done. Uh, I give that's, it a big <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is totally fair enough. That do not want, fair. do not need. <laughs> no thanks, we already got one. Wow, yes. didn't even sort want of. the one. <laughs> 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 right, you and I are going to have to have a discussion after the podcast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to our final piece of news this week. Um... Recently, the uh, showrunner of the supposed Buffy the Vampire Slayer reboot um, was interviewed. Um, Gail Berman is her name. Um, and she said that uh, the reboot is is on pause. And my response to that is, well, no shit. <laughs> we have not heard peep about this reboot slash sequel series slash whatever it was going to be uh, for Oh, quite some time, probably since before COVID, and that's a long time ago. Um, so, yeah, um, that's that's fine. I'm I'm okay with it being on hold. Um, you know, it's my f- favorite TV show of all time, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I swear by it. It's incredible. It's amazing. Um, you know, it f- formed a huge part of me and my taste in in media um so and just the supernatural world um so yeah i'm fine with this kind of being on pause or or maybe not even happening we don't really we don't really need it per se like i like we would all very much just want a continuation of the story if sarah michelle geller was ever willing to come back but she's been very adamant um that, you know, she's kind of done playing Buffy. Like, she has no really no interest, I, I don't believe, in kind of returning to the character. Because, like, the whole reason the show ended was because she said she was done. Um, like, there were plans to keep Buffy going for at least a couple more years. Um, and that never eventuated because, yeah, she was like, I want to do other things. Uh, well, that's fair enough. She's allowed to do that. Like Scooby-Doo. Uh, yeah, like Scooby-Doo and The Grudge and and other things um so yeah so i'm okay with this it's fine i'll just keep re-watching all seven seasons of of buffy and five seasons of angel and we'll leave it at that shall we um fulia do you have any thoughts on this either way do you share my sentiments or not um look i didn't i either i completely forgot this was a thing or i had no clue about this <laughs> um so you know the fact that it was even a thing, um, I just think, why? Like, they tr- didn't they try doing, like, a series in a more modern sense um, recently? Nope. In the last few years? No? No, there's never been... Buffy has only continued beyond the show in comic book form, and that's a, like, sequel to the series, those comics. I swear it was... They've never it, done... Maybe, maybe not specifically by the name of Buffy, but a different name. Mm, From, no. I, I don't know. Not I, outside I, of comics, no. I don't know. But yeah. anyway, um, we really don't need it, to be honest. No. I, Buffy was good the way it was. 
Um, you don't need anything else from that. Like, we don't need a reboot. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Mm. I don't care. Mm. <laughs> Keep it on pause indefinitely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes, well said. Uh, Michael, any any thoughts on, on, on this? What do you think? Uh, just having a quick Google on who owns the rights, and it's Walt Disney. So, um, yeah. so I'm thinking they probably don't have any, uh, any, any, not any taste, but any um, appetite to deal with uh, like the Buffy verse or anything like that. So you know, maybe further down the track they'll do something with it. But um, people are still happy with the rewatch. I mean. That's that's cool with me. Um, I've only seen Buffy like through once. Haven't even touched Angel. <laughs> yeah, neither have I actually. Oh, nah. you guys have to. It's very good. <laughs> oh, do we have to? Yes, you do. I don't wanna. <laughs> I'll but watch Only Murders in the Building if you watch Angel. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even compare. <laughs> like I want to see the exact same thing, but in LA. It's not exactly the same thing. It is very much a different show. It was vampires. <laughs> like more vampires and demons. And one episode, Angel turns into a fucking puppet. I don't know. Uh, it's one of the best episodes of the whole thing. It's fantastic. I only know it through your, your collectible chaos. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> You're a bloody puppet. I only know that. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, maybe it needs a rewatch for Buffy. I mean, not Angel. Like, pfft, I uh, but I'm not going to lose any sleep on it because if it's going to be done, probably not with Josh. No, probably not. No. Mm. Oh well. Unfortunately. Yeah, he hasn't. And welcome to the Sounds Podcast. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> Where we just answer with sounds. Mm. Yes, no actual words. Mm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, um, Buffy was a, was previously owned by Fox. So yeah, twentieth century. Yeah, when when Disney bought up Fox, they scooped up Buffy along with it, and uh, yeah. So I look. As much as we don't want want or probably need a reboot or a continuation of it, Disney will probably eventually do one because um, they know the cult following that the show has and um, Disney's going to Disney at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. we'll see what yeah. happens with this. But for now, no, no more. Yeah. No more. Maybe because they're dealing with, like, Blade and that. Maybe. Maybe they just keep it on the back burner. Eh. Already doing vampire shit. I mean, I've already said my piece about vampires. I don't. I, I particularly like vampires as a as a law. <laughs> I mean, unless unless they're h- hilarious ones. Yeah, true. If they're making together. fun of of the actual thing, then yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do watch what we do in the shadows. And yes. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, on Audible, I'm actually uh, listening to like, like the sort of original creature sort of um, titles as well. And one is uh, there's three of them. There's Jack, Jekyll and Hyde, Frankenstein, and uh, and Dracula. 
and I haven't read Dracula yet, but uh, I know what it entails. His power set is confusing and stupid. Yeah. He can turn into a bat, and he can turn into a a bear dog thing. And which is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Dracula is like the Superman of of, of vampires. He's he's overpowered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bram Stoker, very... just stick to one thing, all right? Yeah. I know you're the granddaddy of of vampires. That's why I think Anne Rice has the definitive take. On, yeah. on on vampire lore and what what they are, but anyway, let's 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 go, leader. Let's let's yeah. get back back on. I'm more of a Frankenstein buff. <laughs> That's fair. Modern time Prometheus. Modern day Prometheus. Yes. All right. That's the nerdy news. Duality Done. of man and written by a woman too. Woo. Yeah, I know Mary Shelley, the yeah. the, the, the mother original... of sci-fi. Yeah, the mother of sci-fi. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and. Uh, and uh, and oh yeah, H. G. Wells as uh, as the distant cousin of sci-fi. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you got there. Yes, yeah. Yes. A lot of people say, "Oh, he's the granddaddy." Is like, well, um, Mary Shelley. Mary yeah. Shelley did it first. Yeah, that's for a sure. woman's done it first. Yes. Yeah. Damn fucking straight. Anyway, yes. let's let's move on because it's time to roll Four. on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Continuing another theme from last week's show, we only have two trailers to discuss this week. And of course, the first one we're going to talk about is the uh, first trailer for Tim Burton's Wednesday. Um... Um, yes, this is a, a very cool and interesting first look um, at this new take on um, the Adams family that I am very excited to watch. Um, I mean, I think I said it initially when we talked about the fact that Tim Burton was doing it. Um, I'm like, that makes all the fucking sense in the world for Tim Burton to do the Adams family. It's like, why didn't it happen sooner? Hmm. Um, and I like the fact that it's a show that's focusing on Wednesday's central character, um, cause she's, you know, I don't know, she's very fascinating. I think there's a lot you can do with her. Um, and this, uh, Jenna Ortega, uh, actress who's playing her in the show, I've never seen her in anything and, uh, at least I don't think I have. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing from this trailer. Like it was a good little trailer. It didn't really ruin the plot of the show other than to say that, you know, She's getting sent to a, a private school um, that's kind of caters more to uh, the uh, eccentric uh, sort of freaky sort of people that are like the Adamses. Um, the creepy to, and the spooky. The creepy and the kooky, yeah. Mysterious uh, and ooky. <laughs> yes, those kinds of people. Um, yeah. But it was, I gotta say, it was quite satisfying to watch her put a you know, two bags of piranhas into a p- water polo pool. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Um, mm. Also, Gwendolyn Christie's in this. She's just conquering everything currently. I'm very happy about that. Just on the Netflix. She's doing doing well. 
Um, looks like she's playing the headmistress, I think, of this uh, Nevermore Academy. Um, so that's cool. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. I mean, I was already in on this when, you know, again, Tim Burton, Wednesday. It just makes sense. So I'm keen. I'm excited. Fulia, what do you think about this? Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Before you start, have you engaged with any Adam's family stuff before? The cartoons? The cartoon was cool. Which, yeah, but which one? The oh, latest one? So like... I, can't re- I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was like the old ones. Uh, yeah, the 90s the 2D ones. The animated ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're my favourite. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 fun. They're yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, um, have you seen the sitcom, the original sitcom from the sixties? No. Okay. I don't think so. You like that? It's fun. I have watched the first live action film. Okay. Um, that I love. That has what's his name playing Uncle Fester. Christopher Lloyd. Yes. That one I know. Okay. That one I've watched. And are you a fan of that movie? It was or... fun. Okay. But it was a lot more tame than what this is. <laughs> uh, family uh, Values is pro- probably uh, my favorite. Oh, it's the better of the two. Yeah. That question. Yeah. Which is which is um, different. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So what do you? So you're not entirely on board with this? I'm not sure that I. It, it just for my own. Um, taste in shows it seems to be a bit darker than I expected it to be mm-hmm. I was expecting it to be a little bit lighter than what it is and then yeah the piranhas get chopped in the pool mm-hmm. <laughs> it was almost like seeing Jaws <laughs> but small <laughs> yeah piranha <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, the movie piranha yeah which was a I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah. But um yeah, I don't know. Ooh. I'm 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 a little undecided about this one. Okay. I mean That's I right. like I like Adam's family from growing up, but this one just seems a lot darker mm. to my own taste. So I'm not hundred percent sure that I'm really gonna get into it that much. Well, can I counter with you know, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Mm. The one on Netflix. Mm. I still have to watch the final season of that. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it. And it came out, like, was it a year or two ago? It was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, five, five yeah. years ago, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm Not joking. It wasn't that long ago. I have, wa- I have watched The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm. But I just haven't watched the final season yet because I haven't gotten myself up to watching it because that is also pretty dark yes um and i have enjoyed the series Mm -hmm. but the the way that it ended at season four i wasn't sure whether i was interested in finishing it off in season five um but yeah wednesday hmm i i don't know i might give the first episode a go see how i feel yeah, I'm a little undecided on this one. <laughs> yes, that's okay. Yeah, that's totally fine. Uh, um, Michael, what Hello. do you what do you think? Does this does this uh, interest you at all? Um, 
I was always interested in seeing how, how they go because, yeah, I do like me, Adam's family, like all different variations of it. I do enjoy the 60s ones, uh, 60s six, sitcom, because uh, mum's really into it and really cool, and we get to watch that. The movies were awesome as a kid, uh, and as I said, the second one is probably my favourite uh, out of the two. And, yeah, watching this, uh, well, hearing that it's being showrun by uh, Tim Burton, awesome. Uh, it's going to be sort of his take uh, on the on the family, all in the family. And more focused on, on the Wednesday character, which, dare I say, is probably, probably is my favourite character in Adam's family, like, mm. lore. Uh uh and all of them are pretty much side characters like her her story is probably the most interesting um and that's why the cartoon the the cgi animated cartoon that came out not too long ago uh was more focused on the wednesday character than the than any other and how and and you get to see it in the live action as well it it was more or less her story as well um especially in the second one on on where she's dealing with life and she turns out to be the superhero of of that uh, of that genre so i was really looking forward to this and then i saw the trailer and i thought huh okay like i did like the fact that she put piranhas in the pool it's like it's a very it's a very adams well very wednesday adams things to do i didn't expect blood <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's probably the 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 shocker for me. It's like, oh, okay, they went there. They went there because <laughs> I always like the of I always like the uh, uh, heard but not tell. You know, that sort not of not seen. Yeah. yeah, like with the second one where where um, they tie up the uh, at the camp at the end of the. Um, where mm. at the end where they tie up the girl it's like and then Wednesday just get gets out of the match and just lights it yeah and then she starts screaming and then cut and I, I like I like that that's uh, that's that's my favorite sadistic sort of thing it's like yeah. see but not tell and mm-hmm. and they they chose to put blood in this and it's like mm, okay um, probably the same as fully. I'll probably give one episode a go to see how it goes. Oh wow! Yeah, fair I, enough. I still haven't decided if I'm looking forward to this or not. <laughs> this is a first for me. That, that, yeah, what, I'm a, that you agree that you're Fuck on off. the same watch- page. We're as watching me. only murders in the Adams family together. <laughs> 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 Look, my brain forgets a lot of things. I'm sorry. Nazareth. I, I'm I'm seeing someone about it, okay? <laughs> or are you? I, I really am. Uh, but do you remember? No, no, I'm not going to do that joke. <laughs> anyway. Uh, next trailer? No, Actually, when is it coming when out? When is it coming out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, it's definitely 10.38 in the evening. Um, uh, Wednesday, I almost said the Adams Family. Wednesday doesn't have an exact release date yet, but it will be coming out in October on Netflix. So on Wednesday. Probably, yeah. It'd be That'd be amazing if they actually good if they could, it on a Wednesday. If they could drop it on a Wednesday, yeah. That would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, good marketing. Yes, yes. All right, our second and final trailer for this week is for a movie set in the Vietnam War based on a true story, and that is the greatest beer run ever. Um, This is a film for Apple TV Plus, um, starring Zac Efron and Russell Crowe, and I feel like there was someone else. Bill fucking Murray. Bill fucking Murray, yes. Yes. (laughs) Bill fucking Murray, thank you. Somehow I blanked on that, and I am very sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. he's so doing a voice, so he is. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't his usual kind of. He was. Know. He wasn't Bill fucking. He wasn't Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> That's probably why I, I forgot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, this is a really interesting story. I'd never heard about this ever happening. Um. So that's. That's cool. Like the fact that there's there are so many movies out there about the Vietnam War and about war in general, and um, they haven't done uh, a film on this yet, or at least not one that's you know in sort of the you know Hollywood zone of like notoriety with you know these very famous actors attached to it. Um, yeah, I I'm I'm very interested to see how this goes. I mean, I'm mindful it's a Peter Farrelly project, um, and I very much am hit and miss with his stuff. I mean, yeah, Green Book was a good movie, but it did not deserve to win Best Picture at the Oscars. Um, Nah, not really. No. Yeah. It's a little problematic. Um, (laughs) But but it was a fine, fine film, and I definitely prefer uh, more of a dramatic side to uh, this you know, one of the two Farrelly brothers than some of their out-and-out comedy stuff that they've done. Um, But that's okay. This one looks like it's a nice blend of comedy and drama, I think. Um, Definitely some, probably some heightened moments here. Um, Zac Efron looks like he's giving a very good performance. Um, You know, he's generally pretty, pretty wonderful in every movie um, (laughs) that I've seen him in. He's generally pretty. He's just pretty to look (laughs) at. So that'll that also helps. I can agree to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of interested to see uh, see this film and learn about the story behind it. I reckon it'll be I reckon it'll be a good one. Um, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, and just you know to see Bill Murray play a character that isn't you know really Bill Murray, <laughs> that's that's kind of interesting as well. So yeah, I hope it's good. It looks it looks fun. It looks. Um, Fulia, what did you make of this one? It looks interesting. Um, I, I had no idea that this was based on something that was real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, who does that? Goes to Vietnam to, just, just to give out beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a very interesting role for Zac Afron. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've seen him in anything like this before. Mind you, I haven't really seen him in anything else other than The Greatest the Showman. Greatest showman. <laughs> uh, I know, it's sad. No, um, no, it's okay. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's it's not some... It's not 
it's not generally a movie I'd go and see. Um, but who knows? I might, I, I might watch it. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm undecided on both these trailers today. <laughs> Interesting. That's okay. Yeah. Tur- totally fair. Mm. Totally fair. All right, Michael. Hello. Um, what did you make of this one? It looks fairly interesting, um, being a, 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 a story that is based on truth, so it, it's got that going for me, and also who who's in it as well. Um, Zac Efron is a good actor, I dare, dare say. Um, he's mm-hmm. come a long way since high school musical. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Peter Farley, I've I haven't seen Green Book, so okay. I haven't even I haven't seen him do like serious stuff. I've only seen his dumb shit, you know. Yeah. His dumb and dumber stuff. Yes. Uh, so, so yeah, and um, yeah, I've I've seen What About Mary and and Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber Two, uh, more or less, um. And yeah, I haven't seen him do. Uh, I, I probably need to see Green Book and see how he tackles like uh, a serious subject. And mm. because <sighs> after watching like so, some of the other stuff that he's seen, it's very it, it's 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 almost dull to look at. But that's what some of his comedy is good. For mm. like nothing too flashy, so I don't know. May maybe it's a may, maybe it's a, a diamond in the rough sort of thing. Maybe there's uh, maybe there's a nugget of something as well. So I'm, I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna watch this because I don't have Apple Apple Plus or any means of getting getting any into there i mean i suppose i can probably ask my wife for permission to borrow her iphone and her and her id and say hey can we watch this for a month so i can finally watch ted lasso yes (laughs) and and also watch this maybe because there's not really much stuff on apple plus that's worthwhile there's this content slowly coming through there's some pretty fantastic stuff yeah. on there but yeah go on for um another movie comes to mind after seeing this yeah and it's oh no brain fart what's the name of the who's in it good good morning vietnam oh well it is based in vietnam yeah yeah but not only that it's it has that that comedy that drama, sort of comedy drama to it. Yeah, but obviously the the story is completely different. I just, I don't know. I I I, I kind of found that like, yeah, sort of similar in a way. And I suppose um, if you're dealing with like a a war period piece, you got to have some sort of like um, uh, respect for it as well. Mm. Even though Vietnam was like one of America's biggest blunders. I'm sorry, but it was. 
Mm. And it, it wasn't a draw. The Ho Chi Minh kicked your ass. And, <laughs> and anyway, uh, yeah, so on that aspect, I'm, I'm not really that big into, into um, like war films, but mm. something like uh, um, Good Morning Vietnam and probably this one, uh, even Full Metal Jacket in, in a way, uh, I quite like it tackling like the war aspect and not necessarily saying, yeah, we're cool, awesome, you know, Pearl Harbor, bullshit. Yeah, Michael Bay, you shit. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. The Japanese did not bomb hospitals, you fucking liar. Anyway, so when are we going to be watching this, baby, Kendall? <laughs> well, um, we will potentially be watching uh, the greatest beer run ever when it drops on Apple TV Plus on the 30th of September. Yeah, from the same director who did uh, movie forty three. <laughs> My least favorite movie of all time. Well, he did some segments. Yeah. It wasn't his full full thing. That, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Don't. No, that's a good thing. You don't <laughs> under, don't understand this reference because that movie is some of it's burnt into my retinas and I can't take it out. Okay. And I wish I could. <laughs> Burn it. Burn it. Burn it. Kill it with fire. All right, that's Trailer Park done. We're rolling on out because now what? it's time. Oh, shit. For the moment. Oh, God. I got, the segment. Mm. The section. Where is it? The part. I can't find it. The place. Oh, the spot in the show we like to call the G spot. <laughs> ah, popcorn culture. Ah, <laughs> girl power. Yeah, hulking out. <laughs> Green with envy. Green with envy, literally. Uh, yes, popcorn culture time, which means we are here to discuss our thoughts on episode one and to of spoil. There we go. Spoil. I, I just yes. put up the sign. A spoiler warning. For, <laughs> uh, episode one of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, a normal amount of rage. <laughs> um, only, only normal. A normal mm. amount of rage. A normal amount of rage, yes, <laughs> as opposed to the non-normal kind. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, She-Hulk is finally here. Um, very excited about this one. I've been waiting for it for a long time. Um... And, uh, yeah, we're just going to yep. dive right in, I suppose. Yes. Um, let's yes. do it. Let's do it. Let's um, break the fourth wall. Let's break the fourth wall. And I, love, I love that shit. And maybe I'll just step back a bit because, you know, man. You're a man. <laughs> talking about this. Does really bow well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can critique it. <laughs> I should have my side. You're welcome. And you'll get a normal amount of rage from us. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yes. Here's what I think um, about women. Women protect Go us. on. No, no, no. Women first. <laughs> and then I'll repeat the, the exact same thing. <laughs> um, and make yeah. it my own. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, episode begins um, 
uh, we get a lovely introduction to our heroine, Jennifer Walters, mm-hmm. as she's preparing a, uh, a closing argument for a case that she's working on. Um, and, uh, and then immediately, um, we are a self-aware fourth wall breaking kind of a show. Um, which I knew going in, but I didn't know it was going to be like that from the jump, essentially. Um, obviously we had a tease of it in one of the trailers. Um, but, but this was like, the fact that she was acknowledging, not, it's not just a fourth wall break, but it was a fourth wall break of like, no, you, I know I'm in a TV show and you're watching a TV show, sort of a fourth wall break. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, and which I, I really, really like. Um, something different for the MCU to try, um, you know, and before, before Deadpool, because uh, Deadpool 3 hasn't happened yet, um, and obviously that would have been probably the, the first fourth wall breaking thing the MCU would have done, um, but yeah, She-Hulk's doing it first, so, um. Well, it's exactly like the comics then. Does She-Hulk break the fourth wall in the comics? Yeah, before Deadpool. Oh. Yes. I didn't realise that. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, I think that's very good. I like it. I am obviously a big fan of Tatiana Maslany, and I think she's doing a very good job with this character. A really nice introduction to uh, She-Hulk, the character, Jennifer Walters as a character. Um, and yeah, this opening scene kind of, it was a nice little introduction into the show itself and what we can expect. Um, and also a cool way to do the origin story. Like you, these shows, these every time they're introducing new characters, they have to come up with different ways to do origins. Cause there's only so many times you can have that same kind of a trope mm. sort of thing. Um, and that's one thing I feel like the MCU has done well in certain cases is origin stories. Um, you know, in terms of making them a bit different and differentiating them from one another. Um, so, I, you know, it's not, I mean, it's not the first time a show or a movie has done the whole, oh, we, we're here now, let's just go back a bit and then catch you up sort of thing. Not, I mean, I'm pretty sure Deadpool did it. Um, Deadpool 1 actually did the same thing. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for where it's going. Um, and it was a nice way to, to begin. I think. What did what did you think about the opening sort of bit for you? Uh, I wasn't expecting the fourth wall break, uh, and I was like, when when she mentioned that um, that she was already a Hulk, I was like, oh wait, what? <laughs> um, I wouldn't have like honestly, it would have been it would have been okay if we didn't get the callback, but in saying that, we wouldn't have gotten a lot of the 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 comedy between um, Tatiana and Mark Ruffalo, mm. uh, which you know they kind of have this, even though they're cousins technically, uh, they have this brother sister brother sister sort of rivalry, this sibling rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that they decided to fourth wall break it is interesting. And if they're doing it in the comics, then it makes sense to do it in the actual show. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, from, from from episode one, let's get into it. Before you find out at the end what happens. So, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah. what did you make of, of the way this kicked off? Yeah, it was a good setup for the entire like episode, which I sort of expected it to do something like this, where um, to actually get get the backstory in like as quick as they can, like all throughout. And yeah, it, it it set it up pretty well because she said it herself <laughs> in in the in the first bit was like, I know I know you're not gonna bother watching like uh, the the law practice or anything like that. You just you just want to watch what happens uh, to me when I become the Hulk. So here you go, here, here it is. So I kind of like the sp- uh, the literal spoon fed. Um, we expect we know what you're you're really here for, so seeing all the connections within the MCU. But this is a show with its own story, which I really like because I'm starting to watch these MCU things like as a standalone story and not how it's connected to the mm. outer MCU, even though it does mm. uh, in ma- many ways in one, but. I like the sort of setup of what's going to happen uh, within the episode, as well as what's going to happen, uh, and, and also the 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 bookend. Not to go in the back, uh, go at the end, but also the bookend of her telling her story, then showing where she is right now. So mm. uh, I liked it. And it set up all the characters as well, including her best friend and mm. uh, and a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Um, yeah, I I really kind of liked, and I don't know how many of you get the reference, um, even though I don't know if it was a it was an intentional reference, but the the Cheetos and the chopsticks. Yeah. Have you guys seen that photo of Oscar Isaac doing it? I haven't seen it, but I saw a breakdown that actually talked about it. So Yeah. Yeah. I have the photo on my phone because I, I sent it to someone recently to be like, oh my god. Yeah. So it's from like 2015, 2016, this photo of Oscar Isaac kind of went viral, sort of. Yeah. Michael can see it. Um so as soon as I saw that I was like, oh, <laughs> Fuck yeah! Um, but you yeah, don't so get. Uh, it doesn't give you the chance to lick your fingers. No, it takes. It just takes that out of the equation altogether. Which I think I prefer. <laughs> yeah, but but I think it's supposed to be like super spicy or something. Like we don't. Yeah, those things, Cheetos. So. I think they were the yeah really hot and spicy ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I thought that was. Yeah, so I think it's like a safety thing. Is like, well, if you still got the Cheeto dust on it on your fingers and you do something else like wipe your eyes or anything like that yeah yeah no um yeah i i just i don't know if that reference is intentional but i i really i i really enjoyed it i thought it was nice um so my literally my favorite thing about the way they they told her origin like and just this whole process of learning how to be she hulk with with bruce smart hulk um, was just awesome, and I just yeah, I just loved um uh, the banter between the two of them, between Jen and Bruce. Um, like you said, Fulia, very much a sibling kind of a relationship. Yeah. 
So I imagine they probably, like, even though obviously Bruce is a bit older than Jen, um, you, you can tell that they spent a lot of time together, like, growing up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really done really well. Like, they have a really nice kind of chemistry on screen with each other because the way they bounced off each other was, was really nice. Um, and it really made this episode a lot more enjoyable than what it, you know, it could, it could have just been pretty basic and by the numbers, but I think they're the two of them really bring something special to it that we haven't seen in the MCU for a while, I guess. I don't know. And especially cause we haven't, you know, we're not going to get another Hulk movie anytime soon, no. especially one with like focusing on Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. So it's nice that we kind of get to spend some extra time with him. And I know you, Mike, you did mention the whole thing about you, you're trying to view these as standalone things. Um, but yeah, they dumped a lot of kind of information about, you know, what, what Banner was up to during the blip, uh, and explaining the, you know, why, why we, why the, yeah, why the, um, uh, like the yeah the arm was healed and not healed and where it falls in the timeline and all this stuff and um and just the references to Tony and Steve and Natasha throughout like just you know it was kind of a nice touch to like just obviously just tell the audience that uh they not you know they're not just people that Bruce like kind of worked with and saved the world with like they were you know part of his family really you know, and now that they're gone, it's, you know, he's still clearly thinking about them quite a bit. Um, like, you know, the moment when they're on at the bar and you see like BB and TS like carved into the wood and talking about how, you know, Tony would talk shit about Steve and, um, kind of have that banter and stuff. I just, yeah. So things like a lot of that, I just really, like really made the episode, for me. Um, what did you think about kind of, you know, uh, Bruce and Jen and like, or just like the way that they handled smart Hulk in this? Um, I, I think they, they did a really good job, um, doing that in this particular episode. And it's just nice to see smart Hulk again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause he's cool. We like smart. Hulk. Yeah. But also the fact that we start off with, um, them in a car in their human form originally. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bruce is, you know, trialing this prototype device that keeps him in human form. Um, was interesting to, to, for them to go in that route. Um, and then I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little perplexed as to how the whole, you know, the blood of Bruce, as soon as it touches an open wound on Jen, she gets it. That kind of confused me a bit. And <laughs> I was like, just from a drop of blood, that's it? <laughs> yeah. The, there. See, that was one thing I was going to bring up next, but uh, it was just kind of like... Yeah. I, I'm, I'm waiting for the show to kind of come back around to the fact that this is all a bit convenient that a she just gets these powers like pretty easily 
ex- like exp- you can explain it away pretty easily. Mm. Like you know, just the blood, and then that for some reason because of her genetics, it just affects her in that way, and she yeah. becomes She Hulk. But then there's the to- the thing that she was able to master her ability or abilities as She Hulk a lot, like quicker than what you know. Uh, yeah, um, a lot quicker. What Bruce had to go through. So it's but then they they give the reason of the fact that. Jen explains that she has to put up which she has to manage her anger from other real life situations and because of that that's given her the mental capacity to be able to manage her anger when she's a Hulk true but she's just kind of but then everything else she's just better at Mm. than the Hulk is. Yeah, so... And that's another thing that kind of confuses me in the in the fact that she's picked up everything so which instantly. Is, which is what I mean. I feel like it's going to come back and bite her in the ass or they're going to... Or the other shoe's going to drop and there's going to be a catch. Yeah. I feel. There's got to be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Michael, do you have any thoughts on, on what we're, 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 we're blabbering about? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting, me critiquing a female character who basically spells out the reason why she's uh, more attuned to dealing with her emotions and and all that because it's her story. And me being a male, I'm going to take a female. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I think they sort of set that up for maybe something in the future, as you say, uh, that the, there's going to be a repercussion of her uh, and her now uh being a hulk status within the uh, wider community and how she's uh yeah better than bruce banner at being hulk and it also go goes in with um like the original story of how she became uh she hulk it it was through a, a blood transfusion from Bruce because she got shot, and so they had to do something different where uh, Bruce uh, can't be uh, couldn't be Smart Hulk uh, had to be human so they can do the blood transfusion somehow. So it it ended up being a car crash from a from a ship that mm. still needs to be explained from Sakaar. Yeah. So, setting up something. <laughs> yeah, that has me excited. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and so they need they needed that um, blood transfusion to actually occur. And I think they're going to... They may going to explain it as like, yeah, it's convenient, but uh, this what, uh, But everything in this TV show is convenient because... Um, Bruce healing his hand, healing his arm because of um, Jen's genetic of how it's actually more um, more attuned to being a Hulk and yeah, it's just a string of conveniences and I think we're going to see that throughout the entire show. Even though Bruce had to go 15 years of agony of trying to figure out how to become himself. Mm. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, a lot of people are expect, uh, speculations on that is because originally Bruce, we, we don't really know yet, but in the comics that Bruce did have uh, childhood trauma um, 
a bit like Moon Knight and how the Hulk and Bruce Banner are actually alter egos, just like Moon mm. Knight, and how to fuse them together uh, being Smart Hulk was... Uh, it did take a lot of uh, self-therapy to to realise that. Yeah, and so that's why uh, Jen doesn't have an alter ego. No, it, it's just her becoming a different form. So, okay, yeah. that makes sense. So, so, yeah. So she didn't really have an alter to actually go into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, and the throwaway line of like, yeah, she's better. <laughs> she, she's better at this because she's a woman. It's, you know, it's sort of true. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It pissed off a lot of... Uh... Uh, it pissed off a lot of fragile men. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was, I saw a Tumblr post making the rounds uh, a couple of days ago. It was literally just, like, gifts from the show with, like, su- like superimposed in the corner, like, reviews by offended white men about 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 the, the show. And I'm just like, mm, no. <laughs> um, well, there shut the fuck up and let us have a show like this, please. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just because... Uh, this show wasn't catered for you doesn't mean you are not immune to not watch another person's journey. You know, and mm-hmm. that's the, and that's the same as like like um, like Black Panther and all, all these different sort of shows coming to get coming together of doing something completely different like we haven't seen yet. I mean, yes, it's it's a woman who may have had those struggles in her life, but now she can overcome them be, and be something uh, as unique. And it may bite her on the ass uh, la- later on. Mm. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling that, uh, coming to that point, that it, the fact that she's managed to... that she's able to just be herself in Hulk form is, I feel like, by the by the end of maybe by the end of this season we're going to see her blow her fuse and maybe then she'll have an alter ego but yeah i i i i have a feeling that may happen but yeah. i haven't read the comics so yeah. i don't know and this is only the first episode i mean they haven't really exactly. s- it's, set it's up yet exactly it's literally it's literally just the tip of the iceberg this mm. yeah yeah uh, and by the end of the episode um uh, they they have the uh, I am Iron Man sort of moment. It's like, well, I am a Hulk as well now. <laughs> the whole world knows now mm. on who she is. And, yeah, it's going to be more interesting. I think this is just an origin story. I think this is basically the, the Iron Man uh, story within a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it's a good setup mm. for for what's what's coming. Um, I'm just getting tired of um, of people review bombing things. Um, Reason why I don't really look at uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, which is totally fair. Um, but no, I had to like you know, 
can tell tell a friend otherwise because I'm like, dude, it's being reviewed because he was like, I, I, it's getting bad reviews. I'm like, it's not actually getting bad reviews. There are these people that are trying to make sure people don't watch it because they're fucking assholes. Um, so don't listen. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of over that whole thing. Every time someone does something different, it's like we must review bomb it. I'm like. Mm. That's why I don't care about what other people think. I watch it. If I don't like it, then I don't like it. If I do, then I do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Um, yeah. But anyway, I, I, you know, I just really enjoyed this this first episode. I, hmm. I don't think there's a whole lot to kind of really unpack or discuss. No, I don't think so. It's literally just a okay. So here's this is how she became She Hulk. Mm. This is the little extra bit of, you know, comedy that you're going to get. Mm. And now back to the present time. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for a kind of a sitcom-y sort of a vibe. Yeah. Like it, just in terms of that. It's a lot It's a lot more funnier than my, most, like, MCU stuff. I mean, it mm. is it is solely like a sitcom-esque thing. Mm. Yeah. Like, she's an attorney. She's a woman. She's also a Hulk. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a theme yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we That's get a theme a song line. next week. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? The the sky's the limit. And wait, there's no Daredevil. I want to see Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Daredevil will be coming. Yeah. So at some point. I really enjoyed the fact that they just did this in one episode. And yeah. Yeah. we don't need like uh, a montage like every like coming back to it, learning to be mm. a, a hog like every single fucking week. No. Yeah. No. Get yeah, to the fucking no. monkey. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> yes. I. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I, I like but, that approach. But she like. But she she mastered it really quick. Or well, what do you what do you want it to be Look, an ongoing I, thing? No. I have I have to admit there were a couple of things that they skipped over that I was a bit confused about, and I was just like, wait, you're not going to explain that? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, like you commented when we were watching about how, you know, they were talking about trying to get her out of, like, out of the Hulk form, and then um, they just cut to, you know, later that day or the next day, and she was already out of it, Yeah, they didn't explain why or how. They figured that out, mm. sort of thing. Um, but that's okay. And then they, they, that is, that is and she can go back and forth. Yeah, and then they, yeah, they got to the, that point where they're like, okay, yeah, she can just kind of do it at will. Yeah. There's no no struggle yeah. or anything or problem there. Hulk form is um, an actual superpower and not a hindrance. Mm. Mm. Um, Fulia pointed out something, Mike, that I thought uh, I would like to ask you about just for clarification. Yeah. Because so, obviously this, this uh, you know, kind of haven that um, Smart Hulk has was, you know, it was his and it was Tony Stark's. Yeah. Um, when Jen first wakes up and she walks in um, to the kind of the main area, living area sort of thing. Um, there is a, an Iron Man-esque helmet on, like, a pedestal sort of thing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I I just assumed it was one of Tony's, but um, Fulia had a different idea. I, like, it did. It wasn't bright red. It was more of a darkish sort of a colour, so I felt like maybe it was Peppers. Oh, because it wasn't a red helmet, and I don't remember any of the other iron suits that was Iron Man. I, I kind of like the idea of it being Peppers, but at the same time, 
would make more sense if it was Tony's. Mm. But I don't know. I kind of like the idea you're thinking of. Yeah. I, th- I think I know what you're talking about. Um, I think it's because I think it's one of the um, uh, Centurion like robot robots that they that uh, Tony had uh, like before Voltron. Ultron. Ultron, yeah. Vol- you mean was it what uh, Iron Man two or three? Um, no, no, no. The, the 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 centuries were introduced in Age of Ultron, at the start. At the start oh. of the mo- movie, there was like there was like just a bunch of them, and uh, when they were in Sokovia, uh, trying and to they get they were black yeah. and silver. Yeah, that what blue and silver like color scheme. I think it's mm. I think it's like the face mount of that. Yeah. Maybe it's like a a constant reminder of like Bruce and and Tony that mm. not everything can be a suit of armor around the world and stuff like that. Yeah, just a um, yes. Uh, I'm just reading an article about it. Um, many apparently have theorized online that that helmet is uh, it might be the Mark Twenty armor from Iron Man Three's Iron Legion. Mm. Um, so it might just be one of the suits from the, you know, the ending of Iron Man 3 when they all kind of come out and attack and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you can also, apparently in the same shot, and I fucking miss this, the, you can also see, um, the Hulk's, um, gladiator helmet from Ragnarok. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I missed that's, that too. That's in the background. And I, and the other cool thing I only noticed on the rewatch is that when, when she's looking at the helmet, they, they there's a sting of the Avengers theme that plays. Uh. I picked that up this time watching it. I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love those musical cues. Um, yeah. Nice. It's it kind of kind of cool to have like a show kind of... Because we've had, you know, a lot of Phase 4 stuff have just been isolated stories, mm. really. It was nice to have something call back and reference... Because I just, I don't know, I, I'm a fucking sucker for it. I really am. <laughs> so it was just really nice to see things talked about. Um, speaking of which, um, should we talk about Steve Rogers now? Or do we want to talk about Steve Rogers later? Uh, um, I'll probably just say that maybe there's not going to be any more Bruce Banner. I think I think they've yeah. probably said what they wanted to say throughout this. And maybe if <clears throat> being the fifth episode of Everything Goes to Shit, she'll probably go back to Bruce, maybe, and, and say, Life is hard as the Hulk told ya, shit, or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, because, you know, in the credits it says special guest star Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. He's not part of the recurring cast, so yeah. I feel like we're only going to. If we're going to see him again at all, it'll be either one or maybe two more times, but yeah. probably only once if he does come back. Yeah. Um, which is fine because you know this is She-Hulk attorney at law, and we want to we want to focus on on Jennifer Walters. Yes. yes. We want to see um, a, a courtroom procedurals. Come on. Yes. Yes, with superheroes. Yes. And Daredevil. Let's. let's and Frogman. Let's see more more Easter eggs. More Easter eggs. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's just talk about the way the episode ends then before going into... Because I, I, I just quickly want to talk about the Steve Rogers yes, thing. Yes, and the after. ongoing arc of the speculation of his sexuality 
well, <laughs> and his virginity. Sexual encounters, yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, after the whole, you know, uh, our, our Mexican journey to, to She-Hulkness has, has finished, we're back in, um, you know, present time and headed into the courtroom and uh Jen is literally about to give her uh closing uh arguments we saw her rehearsing at the start of the episode and then bam Titania appears um Jamila Jamil um rocking some fierce uh fierce outfits there and hair and you know and an American accent which I was not expecting yeah neither was I. um but that's cool um she can do whatever she wants as far as I'm concerned didn't know she um, wasn't American okay <laughs> no, I'm fairly certain she's actually British. She's yeah, she's yeah. English. Yeah, she's English. Um She's English, but, eh? She's English. Um but yes. Uh she kind of barges in and then Jen has to hulk out and as you said, Mike, you know, there's that whole Iron Man moment of, you know, everyone knows who she is now and what she is. Um which is cool. But and she then take off her shoes first. But then she yeah, she's take off her <laughs> shoes first. Um but yeah, the episode kind of ends there with you know her her kind of uh, quickly beating Titania down, and then that's 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 that. Mm. That kind of I don't know how I feel about about that. Obviously, maybe at the start of episode two, I don't know. There might be another. Let's go back and look at who this person is, because I don't or, or unless maybe we just don't know who she is, and I don't know. I just the way it kind of kind of wrapped up was a bit. I don't know. It was. Interesting. It's a bit abrupt, I feel. Yeah. I feel like the way that they've decided to bring it all back to the present and then all of a sudden, bam, there's Titania. And I'm like, um, is this is all we're going to get? This is it? She, she, Hulk, she Hulk comes out and then beats her down and, she, and then Titania gets arrested. Like, that's it? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Roll she escapes. <laughs> yes, she will escape. I mean, obviously, like, it's a really good way to do a cliffhanger to then get people enticed to come back to watch the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I just feel like it was too short a scene to happen in in this episode. Mm. Um, I, they, they could have stretched it out a little bit more. Yeah. Or left it on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And not revealed Titania. Mm. Maybe instantly. Yeah. Or <laughs> and, or like have cut to like cut to credits when she burst in the room. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Instead of just yeah, kind of yeah. That's how I it. feel they sh- they they could have gone. They could have gone with the just, you know, all of a sudden there's a hole in the wall and then cut cut to black and then you come back in the neck in the second episode, the start of it, you get the all out brawl and <laughs> and we find out the rest of the information. Mm. Um, so I felt like it was, a, it was, I think it was a bit too short to be a cliffhanging scene. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Michael, what did you reckon about the way the episode ended? Yeah, uh, I have heard a thing that involves like, uh, the production of it where, okay. uh, originally the first episode wa- wasn't going to be this, uh, where, where, um, she is already established as, as, uh, she Hog, and then we and throughout the series we'll be getting like flashbacks to what happened and stuff like that. But I think in 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 production they 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 sort of quickly decided no nah, we'll just chuck it in the first episode 
so we can get that over and done with and actually do the real story so we don't have to cut to and fro. So they did the um uh did the um origin story within and then they re they quickly did a scene with the her doing her uh practice speech at the start and then they did this courtroom scene at the end and and people said uh some people say, say the reason why we don't really see she hulk that much in the end scene is because uh via vfx wouldn't have that much time to actually finish this particular thing because mm. she hulks throughout this entire, entire thing uh as she hulk and so and so there was only like little bits and then and then yeah titania got uh got beaten by a desk which is sort mm. of, <laughs> which is sort of clunky but they just needed that sort of end so the world knows uh she is she hulk she can be she hulk now Mm-hmm. And then the story can start, basically. Mm. So I think that's why there was sort of an abrupt end to the entire thing, and we don't really see much of her power. Because yeah, she air kick, punch down, and desk on top. Mm. <laughs> and then and then a turn and then change back. And then saying, I am attorney at law credits. Yeah, bit clunky end, but yeah, mm. I appreciate it. Mm. On what we got in the middle. Mm. Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, cool. Well, before we finish, let's talk about that mid credit scene, shall we? Um, yes. Yes. Um I I I freaking love this. I thought it was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing for a, g- a solid five ten minutes afterwards. I thought it was fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> just you know, because they set it up earlier in the episode when you know um, Bruce and Jenna are in the car before the accident, and you know talking about um, <laughs> as Bruce says his friend and colleague yeah. um, Steve Rogers, and whether or not he actually had time to have sex with anyone, um, you know. So um, that was funny in and of itself. And then just just the pure joy I got out of watching Tatiana Maslany perform as a fake drunk Jennifer Walters was highly amusing. With hiccup. I did, with hiccup. I did, I did appreciate the hiccup. <laughs> yes, yes. She freaking nailed it. Um, which I, I, I really, really liked. And then just that, just the twist of like, oh, I'm not drunk. I was just trying to get the answer out of you. I just love how she was like, that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't too good deserve to die. Didn't deserve to die. Oh yeah. So funny. And then just, of course, you know, the, the perfectly timed, um, you know, cut to, to credits when she's saying fucked or fucks or whatever it is. Um, it's fucks. It's fucks, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just just the delivery on the line, 
the the way she throws her he- her head back and her arms into her eyes just <laughs> fucking com- <laughs> comedy gold. Um, I I freaking loved it. Hmm. And also to get a mid credit scene first episode doesn't happen every time, so no, no. that's also kind of cool. But yeah. um, for comedic purposes, definitely amazing. Yeah, um, that was fun. Yeah, did you enjoy <laughs> finding out that Steve Rogers? <laughs> Was it technically a virgin? Isn't a virgin. And then, like, the theory is, who was it? Who was the woman? Hmm. Who was the woman? That is the mystery. I got a favourite. Well, there are two theories, I feel like. One is um, uh, Natalie Dormer's character from First Avenger. (laughs) The one that, you know, flirts with with Steve that makes Peggy upset um, and shoots his shield. Then there's... There's the other one, which is kind of more funny, because it's played by the actress who plays Peter Quill's mum. And people have uh, speculated, <laughs> which I hope is true. Mm. Uh, she's not. Uh, she's not playing Peter Quill's mum, but playing uh, grandmother. Mm. So, and. That uh, brief encounter, I want to say, may have had a pregnancy. So, mm. in the MCU, there's a high possibility that Steve Rogers could be Peter Quill's grandfather. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I don't see that. I think so. I think it's I Make think it's it great. canon. No. Because... Uh, Chris Pratt did audition to be Steve Rogers. Mm. It's all connected. And Kevin Feige has confirmed that the little kid in Iron Man 2 was a very young Peter Parker. Yes. Yes. He he had a helmet on. Yes, yes. So there are, you know... There, there is a, you know, evidence that suggests that this kind of, um, you know, retconning canon, backdoor canon making makes sense. Yeah, could happen. Unless could be not, possible. Please not talk about backdoors and sex in the same sentence. Anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't um, think of a different word, but you know what I mean. Like it's, you know. Yeah. It's a start. It's going in. Anywho. And re-establishing the status quo. Anywho, fully doesn't give a shit. Um. That's right. And there is precedent that um, an actor uh, is in the M- in the MCU twice as a family connection as well. Yes, that is true. Hmm. Yep, yep. The principal in uh, Homecoming was a descendant of one of the um, Howling Commandos. Yeah. Because they were the same actor. And they had a picture of him in, in his office as well. In his office, yeah. 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 So. Which is very cool. It's canon. Well, it's, it's my head canon. <laughs> yes. It's a nice canon. Um, yeah. I don't know. Did you enjoy enjoy the mid-credits scene for you? Yeah. It was all right. It was good. I'm still a bit confused about it, but hey. <laughs> confused? What do you it's mean? Fine. Why are you confused? What? It's just a really random... <laughs> Captain America fucks. There's not much confusion in there. If he can have a great ass, he's, he's, he's allowed. But you know what he would have said if he heard 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we all know. Language. Language. <laughs> <laughs> language. All right. Um, well, I think we should probably wrap it up there. Yeah, we're done. If there's anything more yep. to say about episode one of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, a normal amount of rage. Um, yes. Good start. I'm keen to see where it goes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Should be good. Now the story can move forward. Yes, it can. Without, without the stupid thing of saying, oh, we got to get, we got to get, we got to get She-Hulk into the bath of the tank so she can think of a bath story. <laughs> no, no, we're all, we're all, all gun ho from here. Yeah, yep, it's good. Get to the fucking monkey and we're get to the fucking, we're here. The fucking monkey. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that uh, review discussion. Mm-hmm. I know I did. Uh, so it's uh, time to say goodbye. Yeah. We've got no more show. We're done. That's it. We're out of here. Done. And, and that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Uh, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Freddy Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Freddy Alien Productions, and if you're already watching me, if you're already watching us, make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and also head over to Twitch, Freddy Alien Twitch. Yes. And give us a follow over there as well. Please. We really appreciate it. Yes. Follow, yes. like, subscribe. Yeah. All of the things to stay up to date. Make sure you don't miss anything. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> um, do it. Do it. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulgar Kantanamaju. And I've been the one who fucks, Michael Lister. <laughs> and you, you just, just experienced a podcast called Friends. Thanks for listening, and remember to eat, eat. Thank you, thank you. Remember, Freddy lives, Loki dies, the Doctor is in, and you're a bloody puppet. Ha ha. Nice. Uh, remember to look after yourself and your mental health. Yeah, look after it, because who else will? Mm-hmm. That is very true. All right, thanks for listening. Good night. Bye-bye. 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 Later, skaters. Hey. Hey.